The following presentation is a paid program and this station is in no way responsible for its contents or views expressed therein. Viewer discretion advised. Welcome to Rossi's Comedy Showcase. Some of the finest and funniest comedians in the country. Stop here first and you can see them only at Rossi's Wednesday, Friday and Saturday. Get ready for a half hour of highlights. It's Rossi's Comedy Showcase. Charles Dickens could kick the crap out of Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Screw his cat and his hat. <laughs> if you guys are thinking, Marcus, I like that bookstore bit. I wish you sold it on a bumper sticker. Guess what I do? Right there. Let's get drunk and read, folks. <laughs> That's right. I'll sell them after the show for just $3. Give it to your grandma or... It's a great gift, and if you buy one, I can get a gallon of gas, so. <laughs> I don't know if I could get drunk at a bookstore, personally. I think I got too much class. I get drunk at a bowling alley. <laughs> bowling alley, that's great. I love to bowl. It's one sport you can get drunk and be better at it, so. My friends took me bowling not too long ago. You know, if you don't go bowling often, you know, the first thing you do is when you go in the alley, right, the lanes there, you gotta go rent the shoes. Yeah, that foot fungus death trap they stick in. They never have my size left when I get there either. I gotta wind up wearing like the Shaquille O'Neal's. So that lane look like a damn clown. What's even worse is they stick me right next to the lane to the guy who's way too intense to be playing this game. <laughs> you know the guy they put you right next to, right? He's a little overweight. He's got that damn glove on. Got his custom-made ball just shining. Ah! Name on his left chest. Carl. <laughs> I was watching Carl, man. He was an intense cat. He had to get a strike every time. It wasn't even worth it. I watched him stand on those pins. He looked like a pitcher waving off a catcher signs. One more pen. I was like, "Woo! I'm just the exact opposite, you know. I've got a Bud Light in one hand, that little girl's pink ball that you can palm in the other. <laughs> Hit a pen. Cool, I got one, all right. That's a seven. That's the one you miss, Carl. Pull it together. I love, uh, baseball's my sport. I love baseball. Yeah, man. I love the past, uh, this World Series we just had, the White Sox won. I thought that was awesome, man, because they hadn't won for like 90 years, right? It was beautiful. You know? I love watching the World Series, right, because that's the definitive matchup between the National League and the American League. Although I'm not really so sure we should call it the American League anymore, you know? <laughs> you might turn on a game one time and see a guy named Johan Santana pitching to a guy named Ichiro Suzuki. Eh, it doesn't get really more American than that right there. So. Uh, I think it's funny, too, because the team that moved out of uh, Montreal down to D.C., they called them the Washington Nationals. Yeah, 87% of that team is Hispanic, which is a money saver. 
Uh, they don't have to hire a grounds crew. All the news in baseball this past year was all the guys were on steroids, right? They cracked down on the steroid problem. You know what happens if you're caught on steroids now in baseball? You get suspended for like 50 games. That's the new one. 50 games? Oh, my God, that's ridiculous. I don't think you should be suspended at all. I think if you're caught on steroids, you should be forced to play the next game, but on a different drug, <laughs> such as LSD. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because nothing would be funnier than watching a batter run down to first base and then try to climb inside of it. <laughs> or you could have them smoke crack, they'd steal second base, run out in the parking lot, and try to sell it. <laughs> I played a little organized ball myself, believe it or not. Little League. I love the way they pimp kids out, too, you know? They don't care about the game anymore. It's like, hey, how's little Timmy's batting average? Ooh, not so good. But his quarterly sales projections are off the chart. <laughs> oh, that's my time. Thanks. No, <laughs> uh, my dad coached me, too, for a little bit in Little League. Don't think we had a good father-son relationship, either, because he traded me once. To an all-girl soccer team. <laughs> what was that, Beethoven? I don't know what the hell. I like to golf, man. You guys got some nice golf courses up in Michigan, man. Yeah. I like to golf. I don't like to watch golf on TV, though. I think it's very boring, you know? I wish they applied that extreme concept to golf. Remember a few years ago, we had extreme football, right? And the idea was to make football tougher. Yeah, because as you all know, football is such a pussy sport. I was like, how are you going to toughen up football? Throw a couple pit bulls and chainsaws in the field? I want to turn on the TV one day for golf, you know, be like, hey, welcome back to ABC's Extreme Masters. Tiger Woods to tee off. I don't think he cleared that water hazard. Normally, that's a penalty stroke and a drop shot. But today, I have to take his chances with a great white shark and piranhas in there. Let's watch Tiger stroke the fairway. <laughs> I guess a tiger can't outrun a cheetah. Extreme. We get coming up. We get the Olympics coming up. Yeah, all right, the Winter Olympics. Yeah, I'm not really a big Winter Olympic fan, you know, because they have all those goofy sports in there, right? Like curling, <laughs> and shuffleboard, right? <laughs> three guys sweeping in front of him. I don't know what. <laughs> you could get a hundred-year-old guy and two janitors and win a gold medal. I am tuckered out. Give me my gold medal. Uh, I love the Summer Olympics, though, because that's where you get to see the best athletes in the world, you know? Which is why I don't understand every time the Olympics is on. The summer, it's always sponsored by McDonald's. McDonald's sponsors the Olympics. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to see any uh, little women gymnasts wolfing down Big Macs. Hey, Nadia, did you finish that large fry? You can't get your fat ass on the balance beam. McDonald's sponsor Olympics? Come on now. That's like Marlboro sponsoring the Boston Marathon. <laughs> I think we should just get sponsorship matched up at the right event. You know, let's get it together. Like, Viagra. Proud sponsor of the men's pole vault. <laughs> <laughs> 
Starkist Tuna. Proud sponsor of the WNBA. <laughs> That's nasty. You guys auto racing fans? You guys like racing? Yeah, some racing, man. I'm from Indy. We got the big race, you know, the 500. I don't really watch a lot of racing because I don't think there's a lot of middle class representation. What I'm talking about? I think all those guys that drive like F1 cars or Indy cars, a bunch of rich Europeans, right? They got super cool ass names, don't they? Helios Castroneves, Raul Boselli, Emerson Fittipaldi. Look at this car, you know? Buckshot Jones. <laughs> Dick Trickle. <laughs> Dick tr That's not a name. That's a disease. I don't want that. <laughs> I tried that joke. I tried to even say that part of a joke one night in a real redneck bar called Earnhardt's. Well, this guy didn't like that too much. He stood right up. He's like, hey, buddy. <laughs> they said, hey, buddy. You don't know no nothing about no, no NASCAR. I said, hold on, folks. I think I just spotted a quadruple negative. His head exploded right there. <laughs> Wall to wall mullet. <laughs> Still get that cut. <sighs> you guys ever been so drunk you uh, start dancing to karaoke? <laughs> that is tequila talking right there, my friend. I was so drunk the other night I was doing karaoke and I was confusing the uh, musical lyrics with the musical instructions. Pull this one off. I'm up there like, love shack, baby, love shack. The instrumental break, 13 measures. <laughs> I'm cut off. <laughs> I was watching my uh, favorite show this week, CSI. I love CSI. I love all the cool shows that have the three initials. That's how they draw you in, right? CSI, CSI Miami, Navy NCIS, Law and Order, SVU. Well, let's go ahead and get some more of those, all right? Hawaii, the SPF 15. <laughs> Muskegon, DUI. <laughs> Starring him. Ravana, STD. <laughs> get her done. I never get tired of hearing that one. <laughs> Thing of beauty. Oh. I love, uh, I love doing comedy, man. I've been doing it for a few years, and, uh, I tell you, actually, before I got into comedy, I was in the movie business, porn. So, 
still there. No, it's not, but thanks for looking. I guess we know who've seen Brokeback Mountain the most. Number one movie in the land. God, I used to work at Blockbuster. No porn. I did. I worked at a video store. It was an all right job, you know, but I just didn't like calling up people, you know, and telling them you had late tapes and late fees and we're going to come to your house and break your kneecaps or not rewinding. Oh, that just got so annoying, you know, but I was like, eh, I'm glad I don't have to call up like, you know, celebrities or something like that, you know, because I wouldn't want to call up certain people. You know, what if I had to call up like Sean Connery or something, you know? Uh, yeah, Mr. Connery? Yeah. Hi, could you get back Throbin Hood? <laughs> Prince of Sleaze? It's quite a good movie. <laughs> I haven't got the way through it yet. I can tell you one thing. It's nothing like the Kevin Costner version, that's for sure. <laughs> Need a call like Christopher Walken, you know? Uh, yeah, Mr. Walken, could you get back the Wizard of Ass? Hey, it's a fascinating movie. It's got a lot of interesting characters. It's got lions, tigers, bears. Oh my. Probably my favorite actor talk to be one of my comedic idols, you know, be like Don Knotts. Uh, yeah, Mr. Knotts, could you get back Forrest Hump? <laughs> well, that's a regular adult cinema classic. <laughs> I tell you, if I learned anything from that movie, it's life is like a box. <laughs> you always want to eat one. <laughs> uh, I was watching Dr. Phil during the week. Dr. Phil. You like Dr. Phil? What the hell are you thinking? I'm thinking about turning the channel. Right? I was like, if I want to take advice from crazy guys from Texas, eh, I'll just listen to those guys on King of the Hill. You know? Like, hey, what do you think me and my wife need to do? Well, first of all, I think you and your wife's to back like a couple of damn morons. Right, Dale? I don't know, Hank. <laughs> I think it's a conspiracy. <laughs> Women suck the life out of men. Right, Bill? No, I, I don't know. I've never been to good relationships. I don't really know. <laughs> what do you think, Boomhauer? I don't know, man. I tell you something right now. I'm like a window crazy man. Come on, I don't think I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm Marcus Bunn. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Hello, I'm Ken Ferrier from Port City Property. In today's market, there's a need for a different kind of real estate company. With the people losing their jobs in West Michigan and the need for savings of their equity, people need to look at alternative ways to sell their home and maybe stay involved themselves. I've been selling real estate for almost 17 years. 
the last eight years I've been with Port City Property here and offering these alternative programs. Every year I do millions of dollars in sales and yet I save people thousands of dollars in commission. So give me a call. Let Mario Flores, mortgage professional, and his team at Pierpoint Mortgage get you the home of your dreams. Mario is a family man and knows how important a home can be. Mario and his team work to find the home loan to fit your lifestyle. At Pierpoint Mortgage, you can depend on competitive pricing and uncompromising attention to detail, just as surely as you can rely on our courteous and skilled staff of mortgage experts. Let Mario Flores and his team at Pierpoint Mortgage finance your future. Call 737 99 911 at 737-9911. So y'all, I was up in the hotel room here a little earlier before I came down to the show tonight, and I got to thinking that as your um, headliner act here tonight, I could come out here and just deliver you this really safe, low-energy, politically correct kind of a show. And then I got to thinking, well, wait a minute, man. I'm in the great town of Muskegon. I'm told this is the home of party people. Am I right? Yeah. I said, man, these crowds that come out here, you included here, are always so cool here. And I thought they could probably get into a little different kind of an act that's got like some characters and some music and stuff. So instead of just delivering you this plain old born vanilla headline act, instead, by applause, how many of y'all would rather just see me make a complete jackass out of myself? By finding out, by applause, we're all my rock music fans out there tonight. Will you bang your hands together if you're a rock music fan? Very cool. Okay, and if at any time in your life y'all were ever fans of any one or all three of these classic American television shows, Gilligan's Island, Andy Griffith, or Leave it to Beaver, can I get you to bang your hands together? This is cool, man, because when we get these two types of people together under the same roof, it means here in this crowd tonight, we have got ourselves some stoners. Yeah. I love you guys. Here's my whole take on these shows, y'all. When I was watching these shows originally, and of course you can see them anytime, day or night now on cable, it was just my impression that there was always one character that tended to be funnier and was more fun to watch in those episodes than all the others on the show. Now on Gilligan's Island, for me, Gilligan was the funniest character. Hell, he was in every damn episode. But on Andy Griffith, this is where my buddies and I kind of differ. Now they all go, oh, Barney Five is our favorite character. And it's true, Don Knotts was great on that show. But me personally, I think a bigger ticking time bomb on that program was that creepy barber Floyd. And the one guy on Leave it to Beaver who always needed to get his butt kicked was, of course, Eddie Haskell, right. Now, y'all may not know this, but when rock bands were getting cranked up back in the 70s and things were starting to turn around in the music business, rock musicians were starving at the get-go. But they had friends out in California that were trying out for guest spots on these TV shows and making a regular living. So these musicians were like, shit, we're in the wrong business. We should be trying out for these roles on TV. And tonight, we're lucky enough to have the demo tapes of what that might have looked like. So tonight, trying out for the role of Gilligan, we're going to have Dusty Hill from ZZ Top. Floyd the Barber will be tried out for by Alice Cooper. Thanks for knowing who the hell that is. And trying out for the role of Eddie Haskell will be none other than Mr. Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin. So I like to call this next bit crazy whacked out TV sitcom. Sing along as soon as you know your part. 
just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic point aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailor man, skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour, a three-hour tour.
you. Hello, I'm Ken Ferrier from Port City Property. In today's market, there's a need for a different kind of real estate company. With the people losing their jobs in West Michigan and the need for savings of their equity, people need to look at alternative ways to sell their home and maybe stay involved themselves. The seller knows the home better than anybody and they can help to sell the home and at the same time save a lot of money on commission. We also have a full service program at a flat rate fee. This also saves you a lot of money. But you get the benefits of having the real estate agent show the property and do the full service. So give us a call.